This is the Kitzer of Sikh Dalit of Parshas Vayechi in the Chalik Tezvav, page 447. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik in this week's Parsha, Binyamin Ze'ev Yitrov. Binyamin is compared to a wolf that tears its prey. And there are two different Targumim on the Pasik here, Targum Onkelis and Targum Yainis and Benuzil. In Targum Onkelis he says, Binyamin Bare Tishrishchinte, Ubachsante Yizbanim Miktisha. In his inheritance, the Mikdash is built. The Targum Yenis and Benazil says, Bachsante Yizbani Beis Miktasha, that in his inheritance the Beis Miktash is built. So the Ragachavar explains the difference is the Targum Onkelis is referring to a certain portion of the Mizbeach which was sanctified for the blood to be spilled on it, and that was in the portion of Binyamin. The Targum Yenis and Benazil is referring to the Beis Miktash, the, the, the whole structure of the Beis Miktash, which is built in the portion of Binyamin. So the question is, what's the difference between the, the Targum Yenison and the Targum Onkelis in their translation? And what's the reason for this, for this difference, whether we're talking about the Mizbeach or the Beis HaMikdash? So Bechlal, what we need to understand in this week's parsha is, when Yaakov Avinu gives the brachas to the Shvatim, he refers to the Shvatim with names of the wild beasts. In other words, he doesn't only refer to them with those characters of being mighty or whatever other character, but he actually is referring to them with these characters of these animals. Meaning that these are really the character of animals, not human characters. But over here, the Shvatim are sort of borrowing these characters and are fulfilling the job of what these animals are supposed to be doing in this world. So what does that mean? Why is he referring to them with these, the character as being the, the, the character of these animals? So there's a Gemara, there's a Gemara in the end of Kedushan, and this Sikha is a Sima Masech the Kedushan, where it says, Rav Shemim ben Elazer Oymeh, you never saw in your life, I never saw in my life, he says, a deer which produces dry figs, or a lion which is a porter, or a fox which is a storekeeper. <coughs> they get their sustenance without any pain. They were created to serve me, the human being. And I'm created to serve my master. So the question is, or the Kavachaymer is, Ma Elishal Nivruel Lisham Shainim is Spanish and Shalai Bitsar. If they were created to serve me, they get their sustenance without any pain. Vanish and Evresi, Lishamish is Kaini, Ainidinsha Spanish Shalai Bitsar. I was created to serve my master. Most definitely, I should have my sustenance without any pain. Hello, the reason why it isn't this way is, Shariyasi, Esmaisi, Vikipachtis, Parnasasi. My actions, my bad actions have caused this. The Avedis have caused things to turn away from the way they should be. So the Gemara here is specifically mentioning these three animals. What's the significance? There must be something significant about these three animals. Yes, the Mepharshim do explain how each one of these <coughs> three professions are, is befitting to the nature of these three animals. But there's a reason why it mentions only these three animals and these three professions and not any others. Actually, so here comes the difference between the Bavli and Yerushalmi. In the Yerushalmi, he brings this as well in the name of Rabshim ben Elazar, but first of all, he changes the order. He puts the lion, the porter, before the deer, which is the one that dries the figs. And then he adds Zev Meichi Kedaris. There's also the wolf that sells pots. So why does the Yerushalmi change the order? And why does he add the wolf that sells the pots? What's the significance of that? Seems to be similar to the, the sly wolf the sly uh, fox, that is, which is the storekeeper. So the point over here is, what this Gemara, both the Bavli and Yerushalmi, are really telling us is, that everything in the world is created for the purpose of a Yid, to be able to serve the Eibishter. 
But the Chiddush of Rav Shimon ben Elazar is that not only are the animals created in the world so a human being could have his necessities, whether food or whether to use an animal to ride on or to, to carry a load on, and then the human being will prepare the mitzvahs and do the mitzvahs. But Rav Shimon ben Elazar adds a line and says, meaning that the animals themselves are really meant to be the ones preparing the objects in the world to be used for a mitzvah. And it's in these three stages that it mentions over here that the animals are supposed to be preparing a mitzvah. Elamai, because of the Avedis, so therefore it's not the reality. But what are these three stages that the Gemara says? So the Rebbe explains, if you look at these three stages, what it really is, is Shini Yaguf, Hamakim Vabailas, changing the figs, changing the physical condition of the figs to, to drying them, and then the porter, changing their location, bringing them to a new place, and then changing ownership, the Chanveni, the storekeeper that sells. So these are three stages in preparing a mitzvah. When it comes to preparing a mitzvah, so first of all, like the drying of the figs, so you have to take the figs from a dark place where they are and bring them out to a place exposed to the sun, and then there they change, the body, the, the figs change. This is also in a mitzvah. You have to have the right information and knowledge to be able to fulfill a mitzvah. And then, very often, you have to change the actual object itself to be able to make uh, to, do, to fulfill the mitzvah. Whether it's the height of an animal for tefillin, whether it's the esrig and the lulav to cut them from the tree, whether it's the wolf for the tzitzis, and so on. So that's the first stage in preparing for a mitzvah. Then there's delivering the mitzvah to, to the location where a yid is. If the, if the esrig grows in Italy, there's no benefit for a yid that has to fulfill the mitzvah in Brooklyn, New York. Or even more so, if the mitzvah is found in a place where a yid is not allowed to go there, so you have to bring it to a place where a yid is allowed to be. Then you have something which is not so common. Sometimes you have to actually change ownership of an object in order for a yid to be able to then go and acquire it to fulfill the mitzvah. The Rebbe brings the example of what the Gemara says, Amun of the territory that had to first be conquered by Sichayim in order for Yidin to be allowed to go and settle that land. That's, so that's the final stage of preparing for a mitzvah. So, when it comes to preparing for a mitzvah, really it's the animals that are supposed to do this preparation. And therefore, Yaakov, when he speaks to the Shvatim, he compares them to the animals because this was really the position of the Shvatim in the world. They are here in the world in Golis Mitzrayim to prepare the Yidin for Matan It's the Shvatim that were there at the beginning of Golis Mitzrayim after Yaakov and Yosef passed away. And the Pasuk tells us that the whole idea of Golis Mitzrayim was a Kura Barzal. It's like a refinery. And it's explained in Chassidus that Golis Mitzrayim was to prepare and elevate the world so that the objects of the world should be able to become a holy object, a mitzvah. And that was the specific job of the Shvatim. And therefore they compared to the animals that were created and intended to prepare the world for a mitzvah. But here comes the difference between the Bavli and Yerushalmi in the order, in the stages of preparing for a mitzvah. How do you prioritize this? So there's a general argument that you find in many places between the Bavli and Yerushalmi when there's a question of what is more important. Do you look at the opportunity of a mitzvah that you have right now in the Hoiva and the present? For example, Zerizim Magdimul mitzvah to immediately do a mitzvah. Or do you wait for a later time in the day or a later opportunity when you'll have the ability to fulfill this mitzvah with more beauty, with with more people in attendance. So the Bavli always says you take the opportunity to do it in the present and Yerushalmi says wait for the future and do it the mitzvah, that you'll, the opportunity that you'll have then. So over here as well, what comes first? The tzvi, the deer that's drying the figs or the lion that's the porter? So it depends. It says regarding the fig tree, the Ramah brings this la'alacha as well, that the figs don't always all 
ripen at the same time. So you have a choice. Either you can take a few figs at a time and bring them out to the field, whatever is ripe. And for that, you don't need any lion to carry a heavy load. And therefore, the tzvi, the deer that's doing the job of bringing it to the field and drying the figs comes first. And then comes the lion when it's done. So he fills barrels and he carries them over to the store. Or you can wait until all the figs are going to be ripe and then you bring them all together to the field. So then the lion actually comes first. The lion has to carry over the figs from the tree to the place out in the field. That's the difference between the Baalei and Yerushalmi. And there's a huge relevance over here regarding a mitzvah because this idea of what you prioritize, what comes first, the opportunity you have right now to do a mitzvah or to wait for later to do a mitzvah with more beauty is also when it comes to preparing a mitzvah. So the Bavli says that you take the opportunity that you have right away. You have a few figs right, or you have hide for an animal of an animal for a mitzvah of tefillin, even though it's not a lot and it's not best quality. Take that right now and do it right away. Prepare this for the mitzvah right now. Yishami, on the other hand, says, wait until you have better quality and prepare, prioritize in preparing the mitzvah with more and with better quality. And there's the shleimus of preparing even in the, in the stage of preparation for the mitzvah, wait for until you have more and better, and, and therefore the Yishalmi puts the lion first, which is in the mushal, when you have all the figs ripe together. It's the same is also true when it comes to preparing a mitzvah. You should wait for the future when you'll have more to be able to do it with more beauty. This also explains why the Yishalmi brings the ze'ev, the wolf, nature of the wolf is that the Gemara says that the way he eats is he doesn't attack its prey and eat right away. He takes it into his hole and waits and prepares. He has patience to eat when he'll have more of Hana of his food to prepare it for himself. And that's what a pot is, to cook the food and have more Hana. So therefore, this is also when it comes to a mitzvah, apparently this Ze'ev is another stage in the full perfection to wait a little more to get the full perfection of a mitzvah. So Dafka the Yerushalmi that says that there's a point in waiting for the full perfection of a mitzvah that you may have in the future, he mentions the Ze'ev, the wolf, that Negea for that. On the other hand, the Bavli though that says, do the mitzvah right now, your first opportunity, doesn't mention this. The Rebbe brings also a Mishnah that you find regarding eating kachim raw in a situation when Yom Kippur falls out on Erev Shabbos and you can't cook and you have to eat it raw, even though eating it raw is not fulfilling the mitzvah in the best way possible. It should be eaten, cooked, and properly. And the Mishnah there says that it's specifically the Bavliyim that would go and eat the meat raw, taking the opportunity to do the mitzvah right away to eat it, even though it's not the mitzvah done with its full beauty, but they take the opportunity of the mitzvah in the present right away to eat. So this is a pretty clear source for this approach of the Bavli as opposed to Yerushalmi. So this now explains the difference between the Targum Yenison and the Targum Unkelis here in the Posse. According to the Targum Yenison, which takes the approach of Yerushalmi because it's a Targum from Yerushalayim that says that you should wait to prepare as much as best possible for a mitzvah. So here as well in this Pasuk, we're speaking about Karbanas. That's the continuation of the Pasuk that it speaks about is about the mitzvah of Karbanas. Therefore, the Yerushalmi translates what's the zev, <coughs> the wolf, similar to the wolf mentioned before in Yerushalmi regarding having the patience to prepare. Wait until you have not only a Mizbeach, but also base Makdash or the entire base of Mikdash, which adds to the fullness and the perfection of the Mizbeach and therefore the Karbanas that are brought on the Mizbeach in order to be, bring your Karbanas. And therefore the Rebbe says, even Lahalacha, if there's an opportunity, even Mizmanazet, to bring a Karbin, won't be enough just to build a Mizbeach and bring a Karbin without the base of Mikdash, even though you're allowed. But you should build and wait until you have the full base of Mikdash in order to bring the Karbanas. The other hand, the Talmud, the Targum Onkelis, which follows the Bavli, says that we don't have to wait for the preparation of the mitzvah to that utmost perfection, but actually 
grab the opportunity to do the mitzvah right away. If you could build them as bayach, build it right away and bring the carbon. And therefore he translates that refers to the actual Mizbeach itself. As soon as you have a Mizbeach, bring the carbon and spray the blood on the Mizbeach, which is what it refers to here, without waiting for the utmost perfection, but rather grab the opportunity right away to fulfill the mitzvah.